Hey everybody and welcome back to What Have We Been Watching, the movie podcast where we deep dive into your favourite movie topics and then rank them. I'm your host, Stephen Westway, joined as always by my co-host, but today she's actually the guest of honour. <laughs> Nolana, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs> so we've got a very special show today uh, in celebration of someone's birthday, someone's a little bit older, a little bit wiser. <laughs> Noletta, you've recently celebrated the birthday, so in honour of that, today we're actually going to be counting down your top 10 movies of all time. We're going to do my list in September for my birthday, but how this show basically is going to work is that Noletta's written down her top 10, she's thought about it, Um, it's always hard to make a top 10, so I'll get your opinions on that in a minute, but I basically have done my predictions for what her top 10 is going to be, we have not discussed it. We're going to see how close I am, how many I get in common with Nola's, Nola's top 10. How well do I know my co-host? We're going to find out. <laughs> Noletta, uh, how was this process? Are you excited? And how was your birthday? Um, my birthday was great, thanks. It was good fun. Um, this process was like easy and then difficult at the same time. So my top nine, I knew like pretty much... Show you I was like, yep, I have them sorted. They're definitely my nine most favorite movies of all time. And then that 10th spot, it was just so hard trying to work out what I wanted to put in there because there was quite a few that could have slotted into that spot. So this is a show we wanted to do since the beginning. So when we discussed that we're going to do it for your birthday, I kind of did a draft of my top 10 movies for... September and I had 45 movies. I don't know how you got did it as easy as it sounds like you did because I'm not going to have that, that I'm going to have that issue come September trying to narrow it down. So basically I've just gone with my like comfort movies. So these are the movies that I've watched over and over and over again, like to the point where I know quotes from these movies and that if I'm ever having like a, a horrible day, I'll just sit down and put them on. So that's why it was pretty easy for me to... Pretty good take to, to do mm-hmm. it with. I... See, I just mentioned trying to pick your own top 10 and how hard that can be. How about trying to pick someone else's top 10? So it's been an interesting uh, week for me to try to guess what your favorite movies ever are. So we'll see how close I get. How close do you think I will get? Um, I think you'll get a couple. I don't know if you'll get all 10, but I reckon, I reckon maybe five at least. Half the list? Yeah. It's a little bit of faith in me. Yeah. Hope I don't let you down. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get into this list momentarily. It's going to work a little bit different, and I'll is going to explain that in a second. But for those that haven't, please go like What Have We Been Watching on Instagram, What Have We Been Watching Movie Podcast on Facebook, and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast each and every week, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, which we distribute the app through, or even Stitcher. I said it again. I don't even know if it's an actual platform that exists, no letter, but I think that it said that we're on it. So, And Podbean. I don't know what Podbean oh, is, wow. but apparently we're also on that. So okay. that sounds fun. we're everywhere. We're getting getting the word out there on yep. this movie podcast. But no letter, why don't you tell the folks at home how the show works? Okay, so we are going to start off with number 10, then read to number 8. Um, obviously, Westy will give his predictions if... The movie is higher on my list, then we'll wait till we get to that point. But if the movie is not even on my list, then we won't even talk about it. Well, just it until the top 10, yes. You yep. give your comments, you throw your hate my way and say this is a ridiculous <laughs> pick and then we'll move on. So friendships could be broken here they today, ladies be. and gentlemen. Yep. But we'll give it I'll give it I'll give it my best shot to salvage the friendship, but we'll see how we go. Uh, alright, well I think I should start mm-hmm. uh, without further ado, I guess, and it was a tough list. I've, I've, let me have a look. Wait a sec. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got eight honourable mentions that mm-hmm. didn't make it, and I think yeah. that some of these might actually be on your list. Um, so it was really tough. I just kind of changed a few around just then, but I'll go if you ten to eight, and I'm going to name my number ten, and this is one that I really tossed up. Is it going to be on your list? Isn't it going to be on your list? I decided that I think that this genre might get some, rep- some representation, I guess. So I'm going to put number ten, which, again, it's... It's 50-50. I'm going to put you number 10, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not, but it was very close to being at number 10. Yeah, so you do love it, yes. I had it at number 10 at one point, (laughs) and then I took it off. I just felt like maybe you're going to have a superhero movie somewhere, so I was like, if you're going to have one, I think that it might have been Guardians, but obviously... (laughs) 
in yeah, the chart. Yeah, I was very close to having that. So that's not not a silly not suggestion. A no. Nonetheless, I'm zero from one. So <laughs> uh, my number nine is The Notebook. Uh, higher on higher, the list. Okay. Well, it was actually a subbed-in choice that was, it was originally a lot on mention. Really? I've put it in, but... Uh, yeah, it's a little bit higher. I think the main reason why it's number nine for me is that I didn't want to talk about this movie. So, uh, <laughs> so I don't like the movie, so I put it down low. I was like, no one doesn't love it that much, but obviously we'll talk about it when we, <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get there. Right. Yep. <laughs> Which means my number eight is Stardust. No. Oh, man, one from three. It's um, an honourable mention as well. I also had this sitting in my 10th spot. You have no idea how hard my 10th spot was to try and go back and forth. So, yeah. I mean, you've got my two of my honourable mentions there. So 33% so far. <laughs> no, not, not above 50, but we'll see if I can get back to you later. Oh, let, if I know you well enough, then mm-hmm. I'll know your favourite movies. Hopefully. Yeah. So I'll know the ones that are higher. Mm, you know what I, I mean? So. Let's hope we get. Yep. Let's hope we get it right. All I right. think so. You're doing pretty good so okay. far. Nice. Really. Right. All good. All right. What's your number ten, Nolan? What's your actual number ten? Okay. Favorite movie of all time. Give it to me. So, I had to put this in because when this movie first came out, I watched it to absolute death. Is and it a recent release? I still or oh, twenty years. Okay. No. Okay. Um, right. I or bit bits less than that but um i still go back and regularly watch this movie and that is the pirates of the caribbean well, yeah. of the black pearl i did not see that coming <laughs> well, yeah, okay yeah no idea that was gonna be in your top 10 at all at all <laughs> it's not one i would have guessed i love this movie uh, yeah so do i <laughs> um but yeah as i said it pretty much could have been um guardians it could have been stardust it could have been any of the other honorable mentions i've got here which we'll get to um, but I had to put this one here just because, like, I can quote this movie. I can, I've watched it that many times that I sort of know what's going to happen next. And, yeah, and I love the whole adventure and romance mixed, like, mixed together in the genre. So that's why it's my number 10. It's a great pick, swashbuckling pick, 2003, so it's almost mm. 20 years old. I mean, it's a classic. It's one of my favourite movies as well. It's up there. I love the original trilogy of Pirates of the, yeah. the Caribbean. I love all the first three. Number four, yeah, and number five, I hate. So, yeah. Uh, I that's don't mind I, number four. Yeah, I don't mind number four either. I did, definitely do not like the last one. No. But, I mean, a classic performance. Jack uh, Jack Sparrow, played by Johnny Depp, it is his career-defining performance, mm-hmm. let's be honest. It, it's just a, such a fun movie seeing... Will and, and Elizabeth, you know, and they're back and forth. Yeah, he's kind of from the lower class, but obviously you've got pirate background and everything that happens in the flashbacks at the start. And then you've got one of the best villains of all time yeah, that I later becomes so. an anti-hero in, in Captain yep. Barbosa. So I'm a big fan yep. of this movie, Nolita. But yeah, uh, why do you too. love it? Um, it's pretty much everything you just said. I, I was in love with Johnny Depp when this movie came out. Like, he was just everything I wanted at the time. He was just beautiful. Um, and then I love that Elizabeth isn't sort of your usual hero, like female heroine, like from, yeah, like she's not the usual kind of girl that you would see in those kinds of movies. She's very um, headstrong and classy, and, yeah, bit, yeah, classy. Like she's Certain just great. Yep. Yeah. So I love her, and um, I know just that. Like my favorite thing about this movie is the scene where she's on the boat. And then, um, like Captain Barbosa says, "Oh, best, best start believing in ghost stories, in ghost Elizabeth, stories, yeah, because you're, you're in one." In one yeah, and then classic. they all, all turn into the undead. As a child, the monkey yeah. terrified me. Well, he drops down as like a, I think it was nine when I saw yeah. it in cinemas. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah, and now I just laugh at how jump scared <laughs> that I got in that scene. But yeah, this is a great scene. Even the supporting cast in this movie, mm. like you've got the two kind of sidekick. I can't remember their names. What are their names? Um, Patel. Uh, Pintle and who's the other one? Rigetti. Yeah. They're great. You've got yeah. uh, Governor. The Governor and Elizabeth's dad's really good. You've got Norrington. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of good yeah. moving parts. It's just a great it's like all-around cast movie. movie. And I'll, it kind of came out of nowhere as well. Like the, the fact that it was just based on a, a ride in Disney in Disney World. Yeah, who thought that was going to work? Yeah, I know. Well, um, they kind of tried it with like the Haunted Mansion, things like that, which didn't really go that well. And then, yeah, this came and... 
it was so successful that it spanned five movies. So. I think that's why the later ones don't work as well, yeah. as well as that chemistry of the main yeah. trio. The chemistry is brilliant. Mm -hmm. So some great action, great swashbuckling sort of adventure. And what, I love the ending as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When the wedding scene is just... It's a great, uh, not the wedding scene, the, 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 the hanging, hanging. and yeah, 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 so, yeah, classic. Yeah, oh, so good. Absolutely. You're uh, right, well, that, that was your number 10. Number 10. My number nine is Greece. See, I had that higher, so, but we'll talk about it now because it's your number nine, obviously. Yeah. I had it at number four. Number so four? I had it a lot higher than I thought, and then, <laughs> then you had it, so. Um, I only have it at number nine just because... There's obviously movies that I that I really love more. And plot like I mean, don't get me wrong, everyone heard me talk about this movie in the musical podcast, so you all know how much I love this movie. Um but yeah, probably don't really need to go in it into it too much considering we talked about it recently. Yep. But it's just a great musical and it's timeless and I love it. Classic it's so good. Classic yep. movie. I'm I'm sure this is one that you've watched. A million so times. So many times. Yeah. Like to the point where I would have sleepovers with friends and have and would all like watch this movie together and sing along to all the songs together and I don't know if I asked you this on the other show. You, were you in a production of Greece? Yeah. Yes, you were. Yeah. Yep. I was Frenchy. Oh you're Frenchy, yes. Yeah. I like that that's suits. Good. That suits. That's, yeah. that's, that's that plays the part. <laughs> I like that. Um yeah, I mean what else is there to say about Greece? All time classic, great yeah. music as you said. We won't get into it a huge amount, but obviously it made the careers of of two kind of mainstays in Hollywood, at least for the 80s and yeah, 90s, in Travolta yeah. and, and Olivia Newton-John. I mean, so. I don't feel like Olivia Newton-John ever really she did Xanadu, anything. I don't know, but was stuff. that really ever better yeah, than I said 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, this is kind of a one-hit wonder movie for her, but she did have a big singing career because of this movie as well. Yeah. But And I mean, she's still regarded, highly regarded as an actress in Hollywood for some reason, like even yeah, though she's not absolutely. in anything anymore, but yeah, still... It's great. It's a classy movie. <laughs> All right, well, that was your number nine. What's your number yep. eight? Nora? My number eight is The Little Mermaid. My number seven for you. Look at that. That's, <laughs> I think that's the closest we get in terms of numbers. pretty close. Yeah. Um, so this is just the Disney movie that I have been obsessed with for as long as I can remember to the point where I've always wished I was a mermaid. And that's like my goal in life. If when I grow up, that's what I want to be. I want to be a mermaid. It would be the best thing ever. Um, but the songs in this are great. Ariel's are great. Ariel's great. S Sebastian and Flounder are great. Scuttle is great. Prince Eric is dreamy. It's just everything is amazing about this movie. I'm sure. It. I'm sure you got inspired a lot as a kid. This is probably one of the most. Yeah. Maybe what most watched movie as troll. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It'd be definitely up there with um some other disney's as well but yeah this is definitely i think this was like the first disney princess that like really made me fall in love with like disney pretty much like this is i've always been obsessed with disney princesses and yeah ariel was the first one nice like, yeah i want to be her i mean she's uh, such a I mean, what what child didn't want to be Ariel in the late eighties slash early nineties? I mean, I'm not calling you that old, but uh, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, she's one of the most iconic Disney princesses ever. You, I mean, you talk about the songs. I'm sure these are songs that you learnt word by word, part of your world and the sea. I still can sing it word for word yeah. right now, even yeah. even without music. I can start it ever, straight away. As a child or now, have you ever dressed up as Ariel? Yes, I yes, have. You've done the dress up. I did for my friend's 21st, I dressed up as her. Yep. Um, I auditioned for a musical with Under the Sea and I got part of Cinderella because of that. Uh, crazy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> are you looking forward to the live action movie that comes out? Yes, I am. You I are? really, okay. really hope that it's good. Do you think it's going to be good or are you just hoping for I good? hope. I've, uh, I kind of year? have next faith year. next year, yeah. otherwise it would have been on my list uh, yeah. this year probably. Sure. Um. But yeah, I, I have faith. I feel like the way that they're going with it seems pretty interesting. At least it looks like it might be a bit more like Aladdin and they've gone, they're going to do some differences compared to The Lion King where everything was exactly the same. Exactly so, the same to the yeah. point where it was just not yeah. entertaining yeah, it was shot boring. by shot yeah. sort of remake. <laughs> but, you know, obviously you got one of the best Disney villains in all time in mm -hmm. Ursula and, as you said, Trident and Sebastian, some iconic characters out there for yeah. sure. So, interesting. Do you like the sequels? 
I, d- I do. I you love do. the second one. I haven't seen the, the Ariel's beginning. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen that one. But, sisters. Um, I think I've yeah. seen it cause I think my two younger sisters watched it a lot as yeah. a kid. So I think I sat through it once or twice. But, but I used to watch um, the second one with her daughter. What's her daughter's name? Melody. Melody. Okay. Almost as much as I did yeah, the first one. I used to watch them back to back when Look I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> now you can't even watch one movie a week for our podcast, right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Double features back as a kid. Look at that. Yeah, I know. Him. I need to stop working. That's the problem. <laughs> All right. Well, number eight well, for you was The Little Mermaid. And yep. for you, it's your list. So it was your number eight. <laughs> I had a number seven. So awesome. Well, that was your 10 to eight. We might as well just keep going. My number seven for you, we discussed it, was The Little Mermaid. So at the moment, four entries in. I've got two out of four right. Sitting mm-hmm. at 50%, which is where we want to be, which is what your prediction was. My number six is Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. Um, it's in this section. Okay, so it's here. Yep, sweet. Awesome. We'll talk about that in a second. We'll yep. just do, what we'll do, seven to five. So, my number five is Frozen. No. Oh, speaking of this. Damn it, That's okay. also an honourable mention. I mean. I didn't I... want to, look, I didn't want to fill up my list with, uh, too much Disney. Nah, yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I just feel like if you're being honest to yourself, you're going to put those Disney movies in there. I'm talk- we're talking about your favourite movies, not whether. I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, your favourite movies from every genre. I could have like a whole list of 10 Disney movies Well, if mate, I if that's your 10 to. favourite movies, it should have been nah, your t- nah, top 10. Right. <laughs> I just question the validity of what you're going through right now. But, you know, <laughs> when you with... hear the rest of my list, okay. you'll understand. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, I'm back to... I'm going okay. <laughs> I've yeah. got how many? So yeah, in the in between ten to four, I've got three of them right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All, All right. Well, what's your number seven? My number seven is Mamma Mia Two. Here we go. Okay, again. which was one. I was six. Well, I was pretty close for <laughs> that in a little bit. Yeah. So obviously we all like we've talked about this one recently as well in our musical episode. Question for you, um, yes. because this is an interesting one, right? Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Was your yep, number, number two? Number, yeah. See, yep. you swapped them around from the musical list. Grace is your favorite musical, but not ahead of this on your favorite movies. Thinking of that, because I've gone for my comfort movies here, like recently, which I mean, it could it could change. They could switch around in a year's time or whatever. But because at the moment my go to musical to watch is Mamma Mia two, like for myself, so. Yeah, at the moment, I like it just that little bit better. Yep. Fair if that enough. makes sense. Fair but enough. I, but Greece is. You give the respect to Greece by yes. putting it number one. Yeah. As as a classic. I've watched it longer. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah. Interesting just... decisions there, but interesting to get into your mind. Why don't you tell the folks at home why you love Mamma Mia too? Um, you know what okay. it's about a little bit in case someone hasn't seen it. I know we talked about it recently, but yeah, I mean. So this is the sequel to the first Mamma Mia. Um, follows Sophie and she's trying to open up the hotel on the island where her mum Donna raised her. Um, in this movie, Donna, who is played by Meryl Streep, has passed away. So it kind of does all these flashback scenes of her when she first moves to the island and meeting the three potential fathers of Sophie. Um, and I mean, like the reason why I love this movie so much is mostly because of Lily James and just the energy that she brings to this movie. She's just absolutely incredible, this girl. She, I feel like she can do no wrong. She, she's absolutely amazing. And then the, the three songs that she has with the three fathers as well are just so fun and, and they just kind of, I don't know, this movie just really makes me happy. It's just like if I'm ever feeling a bit sad or having a having a shitty day, I can put this movie on, put on the sing along version, sit there and sing along with it, and have the greatest time. I I love the movie too. We've talked about it a lot in the past, both off and on camera. I didn't, I'm not the exact target audience of Mamma Mia, both the movies, <laughs> but I really dig him. Lily James is one of my favorite actresses in Hollywood. I just really love. How you, how you mentioned, it's a feel-good movie. You've got a big ensemble cast that all come together. Like, people that you wouldn't even expect to kind of be in a musical to start off with, like Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth. Yeah. These sort of actors come in to do that big mystery of who's the father in the first movie. But then the second one, they can really embrace a little bit more of the other musical, mm. like, music part because they don't have to, 
kind of explain the, yeah, what exactly the, story, the movie's yeah, about. Because everyone already knows. Exactly. And then you've got... I even really like... I think an underrated part of this movie is even the kind of... The love story a little bit between Sky and um, Amanda so, Seyfried. So, Sophie. yeah. So, yeah. I mean... I mean, that's good. I think that duel is good. And, and the kind of who's going to come to the grand opening. And then you've got the whole parade of people that come at yeah. the end of the movie. It's just a fun movie that makes yeah. you feel good. It's one of, Again, you're right. When you're upset and if you're having a bad day, you put this movie on or you put a smile to your face because it's just so much fun. Yeah, so, great. And I mean, obviously, you've got some great songs. I mean, yeah. If you're talking yeah. ABBA, you've got all the classics. Yeah. Mamma Mia, Waterloo, Dancing yeah. Queen, Super Trooper. They're all there. Fernando. Fernando's one of the best parts of the movie. But again, you bring in Cher, you bring yeah, in any of those kind of hello. classic people. She even yeah. got in a concert of, of Abba after this. Yep, she, hello. She performed in Wollongong. She's, she's um, I mean, she's not the most uh, flexible person anymore, <laughs> but she, she was still dancing. She, yeah, was, exactly. she was still kicking it up there with the rest of them. Even though she looks younger than half the bloody cast still, but... Isn't it interesting as well that we both like Mamma Mia 2 more and it's in your top 10 mm. even though Meryl Streep's character's dead? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of Lily James. Lily James comes in and steals the show. Yep. All right, well, that was your number seven, Mamma yep. Mia. What's your number six? Okay, my number six is Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Didn't have this in there either. Ooh. Nope, I didn't expect it to be a top tenner. So, <laughs> oh yeah. I'll just... Uh, not going as well as I thought I was going to go, I've got to admit. I well, thought I had... You're doing pretty good. Yep. I mean, you've got a few of my honourable mentions in there, so... Yeah, nice. Which could have been on my list if I maybe had another day to think of it. I probably would have changed them again. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. It's always, <laughs> for me, when we do this list, it's going to be one of my top ten favourite movies yeah. that day yeah. because the list is going to be different in a week. Yeah. So whenever we record that in September, it might be the similar of yours, but... Um, yeah. I, I mean, yesterday, Pirates was... Not in my list, so... What was, if you don't mind me asking? Um, you know, what, number 10? You I had 10? Guardians. Oh, yeah, Guardians. Yeah. Oh, close. Yeah. Yeah. So, that would have... If, yeah, if we did this yesterday, you would have got another one, got right? There. Yep. All right. Well, okay. why don't you tell us about Lord of the Rings? My number six, Lord of the Rings. So, obviously, this is the story um, based on J.R.R. Tolkien's works about um, a group of hobbits that sort of go on an adventure, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, so Frodo becomes in possession of a ring, um, which basically has made men go crazy and the and Sauron is after it as well. So this movie is him trying to, is the start of a journey of him taking the, the ring to Mordor. Mordor to destroy it pretty much and um just the the friendships that he sort of makes on the way and and the this ragtag group of people I guess fellowship yeah fel- fellowship <laughs> um that join him um but I mean like I had to have this in here because it's just like even though it's not really a feel good movie like the rest like the rest of the kind of movies on my list um, it's just something that, I mean, this movie is 21 years old and it's just still so incredible and, and still holds up to this day. And, um, I just feel like nothing will ever be able to beat going to watch this movie on Boxing Day for the first time and just getting like, becoming just so enthralled at this, this universe that like Peter Jackson has created pretty much. So I was too young at the time. I didn't even see this first one in cinemas or the second one. I only saw Return of the King in cinemas. But I, yeah, one of my favourite movies as well. One of the, in my opinion, the best trilogy Mm -hmm. of all time, maybe with Back to the Future and the Dark Knight trilogy. It's a close one. But in terms of just free movies, they're almost perfect to me. I mean, Lord of the Rings is head and shoulders, you know, near or at the top of that list. You're right. How do you beat the experience freeze in a row of going to see these three movies mm-hmm. on Boxing Day? They were event movies to the point that we haven't seen many event movies like that. And that sure, you've got your Infinity War and Endgame, which was kind of came close to that experience, and like Titanic and Avatar. There's a couple of movies that kind of make you stop and really appreciate it. But free back to back to back like this, all of them making pretty much a billion dollars each, mm-hmm. which was unheard of back in 2000, really 2001, two and three. I mean, I think only Avatar, only Titanic had done it at that point. So um, you're looking at, you're looking at, again, as well, because you're such a giant 
you know, uh, you love books. Mm-hmm. You, you love you love reading. I mean, this is probably the best adaption out of any book to movie to the point where we both said it before. We actually enjoy this more than the book. Yeah. I think that you've got some of the most iconic characters in history. Jay, uh, Jay, uh, what's his name? Tol- Tolkien. <laughs> Tolkien um, is, is just, yeah, the, the characters that he created and to see them on screen. People would... You know, loved the Hobbit books and the Lord of the Rings books for years before this movie came out. But to see people like Aragon and Gandalf translated on screen so seamlessly is is unheard of. All the Fellowship are likable. All of them have complex character arcs. And a lot of fantasy movies like that, you don't see that. You've got some of the best cinematography in movie history. I can see why it's on your top ten. Yeah. And let's be honest, we haven't we haven't had a chance to talk about it. What did you, did you see the teaser that came out for the Power of the Rings last no, week? No, I haven't watched no. it yet, actually. Okay. I've well, been meaning to. Keep... It's only 30 seconds. It doesn't yeah. show you very much. But the one thing that it does show you is it's got the music, it's got the speech that Gladriel says in Fellowship about the rings getting separated. Mm-hmm. It also has like the scenery of New Zealand. You, st- you see that scenery once again and it looks yeah. beautiful. That movie, that TV show is going to be the most expensive TV show ever made. Yeah. Comes out on September second on Amazon. Do you think it's gonna do you reckon it can hold that quality? But the Hobbit didn't, let's be honest. Yeah, I know, yeah. But um, Jackson's not involved in this one though, mm -hmm. Peter Jackson. I don't know. I think it'll be interesting with the T V show, they'll be able to explore um like the the lore of it a lot more, I think. So it'll it'd be interesting. We'll guess we'll have to wait and see. Like we'll probably be able to tell from the first episode whether it's gonna really hold up to the movies. Out of all these movies, maybe it's because of the length, but I feel like this one might also be the one you'd go back to least, but it's also made like higher than all these other ones. I feel like you might have watched Little Mermaid, Mamma Mia, Grease, Pirates Caribbean more, yeah, yeah. but obviously I you, have you hold watched it, this quite a lot though, but yeah, you hold yeah, it in that high esteem that's, yeah, that's yeah. higher than those movies. And yeah. I think it's mostly just because of the the memories I have with it as well, like this movie, like yeah, the whole Boxing Day, I'll the just great moments just going to the movies with my mum and dad and Beck and and sitting there like getting excited for the for the next one as well so yeah it's, it's good special place in your heart for sure seeing yep. those movies alright what's your number five my number five is Romancing the Stone oh yeah I didn't have this on Wally Steve I know you love the swashbuckling <laughs> but your favourite movie ever yeah, I love this movie as well so that's interesting uh, yeah Romancing the Stone when you kick us off um, okay, so... I'm pretty out of these choices that I didn't pick, like Lord of the Rings and Romance of the Stone. I didn't have them in the top <laughs> 10, but I'm happy that they're there, that's for yeah. sure. So. so this has been a, a favourite of mine since I was a kid as well. Um, basically, my dad used to try to get me out of watching... I was always stuck on, like, Disney movies and stuff, and so he knew I loved, like, adventure and, and fantasy and things like that. So him trying to get me out of those, um, he got me onto movies like Romancing the Stone and things like that because it's kind of got that the romance plus the adventure and and um but yeah so basically this follows Joan Wilder who is a romance author um her sister is kidnapped in Colombia and she needs to travel there and help her um on the way she meets Jack T Colton and he basically is only going to kind of help her just to to better himself really like and then another thing happens and they fall in love and and it's just it's a great fun movie like I mean you've got um Kathleen Turner playing Joan Wilder you've got Michael Douglas playing Jack T. Colton um Danny DeVito has a great role in this as sort of like the the bad guy's henchman who's trying to to capture Joan and take her back to to the um the bad guy which i can't even remember his name but um yeah it's just it's such a fun movie and i mean i'm such a fan of of romance and that like this movie kind of has it all for me like it feels like watching a like some of my favorite books come to life basically i i love the movie as well i I only watched it the first time for like five years ago, four or five years ago now, but it's a uh, it's a great movie. Obviously, I mean, the chemistry between Douglas, Turner, DeVito, it's all time. And you talk about fun, swashbuckling adventures. I feel like this paved the way for another one of your favorite movies, Pirates of the Caribbean, because it is yeah. that fun kind of yeah. uplifting movie. You Do you prefer this movie 
more than the so you obviously do the jewel the nile but you like jewel the nile as well yeah i still yep. like jewel the nile but this one's better but yeah i mean you talk about 80s fun in nostalgia and this just transports you back to a different time it's yeah. great setting it's just such a fun movie the end of the, on the boat is great mm-hmm. like is very iconic as well to me in my mind and even like her getting gun like the, isn't there like the rock slide with the car yeah that's that's like the one scene that always plays in my mind when when they both slide down and, yeah yeah it's, and then obviously there's some things on a 2022 lens that don't really hold up because it's kind of a bit sexist but it's still good enough like for me that absolutely i still enjoy it. i feel like you might like this movie as well because we're talking about personal connections for you in your top 10 as well mm. because you again again you love books so much yeah. you, you, you know you probably fantasized in the past about writing books yourself and <laughs> obviously you know to see and going it, on adventures like this yeah. too that's a big fantasy how Absolutely. great would that be to <laughs> see it's like like in a jungle environment yeah. it's yeah yeah to see yourself <laughs> out of your comfort zone and see her out of her comfort zone yeah. it's yeah i can see why it's definitely got that personal touch for you for sure mm-hmm. and obviously your dad introduced it to you as you said so yeah i mean yeah that's always going to connect to you for sure um Obviously, the only thing missing from this movie that the sequel's got is When the Going Gets Tough, yeah. The Tough Get Going by Billy Ocean, one of the greatest songs of all time. But, all yeah, right. well, <laughs> I, I guess that didn't really stop me from putting this in my list. Yeah, well, listen, you know, it's a tough decision. The movie versus the greatest song of all time. It's a tough one, but yeah. yeah. Sacrifice had to be made, I'm sure. All right, so that was your number five, so we'll move mm-hmm. on to your four and three. Now, I've said Grease is your four, which is on your list. So, yeah. as we mentioned, with my predictions of your list so far, I've got three out of six. And But is it safe to say that the other three, as in Stardust, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Frozen, are all honourable mentions? Yes, they are. Okay, all yeah. right. So, I think I've got your top three. All I've right. just got to decide what the order's going to be, Ooh. and I might do a subtle change now. I don't know what the order's going to be, but I'm confident in your top three movies. All right? So I just want to say that right now. I'll be very shocked if these aren't your favourite three. So I guess at number three, I'm going to put The Princess Bride. Um, it's in this section. Okay. It was, uh, damn it. It was your number two originally, and I just swapped them around. Damn it. Damn it. I should have just kept the list the original way. So is your number two then, based on that, is your number two clueless? Yes. Damn, I should have kept them the same way. I had always had the exact three and two, but I swapped them. I swapped them around. All right. Well, so, I mean, yeah, let's get back to you. I guess What's... technically, the, yeah, maybe the Princess Bride, it's not in this section. But, um... No, no, they're just in this section because yeah, we're doing right. four to two. So, yeah, we'll just do your one separate. So, we'll do your four to two now because Grace oh, no, was no, your four. No, no, it's not in this section. Oh, the Princess, the princess Bride's not in this mm, section. Okay, no. well, I hear what you're saying now. Yeah. Well, that was un- <laughs> un- actually unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, my cool. number four is Tangled. Right, well, I had that as your number one favorite movie of all time, so <laughs> maybe I didn't know your top three because it's your number four. Obviously, I didn't, so obviously I'm missing something here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, well, I'm missing the notebook, obviously. Mm. The notebook's the one that I'm missing. All right, cool. So, Tangled. Um, this is why, like, I felt like I couldn't r- really put Frozen in because I have Tangled as well. I just feel like I couldn't do too many Disney. It's your favourite movies, no I know, but I mean, it c- Frozen could have been my favourite movie a couple of days ago and then today maybe it's not. Oops, sorry, dropped your... It's <laughs> all right. It's just the audience is listening to a drop microphone. <laughs> no, I'm sure they'll understand. Mic drop. Um, but yeah, so Tangled is the story of Rapunzel, um... And the story of Flynn Rider, who sort of she she meets in her tower, who then rescues her because she wants to go see the the lights what? in the sky what? for yep. her birthday. So Flynn Rider um, agrees to take her there, and yeah, this movie is just so like this is what Disney should be like. There's not much to it in terms of of what really happens. I mean, it's just like a kind of like a... Another swashbuckling adventure. Look at this. Look at that. I know. You can tell what I kind of like. Hey. Um, But yeah, but... And then you've got the the whole romance. And I think Flynn Rider may be one of the greatest male characters that Disney has created. I love him. Um, And the songs in this are great. Uh, Mandy Moore as the voice of Rapunzel was just the the perfect choice. Zachary Levi's The Voice of Flynn Rider was the perfect choice. Um, I love Pascal. Um, I love Maximus, the horse. I 
I love, like, I think probably the one thing is maybe the villain isn't as strong as some of the other Disney villains. That'd be cool. I think Marvel Goffles one of the best Disney villains. She is so. pretty great, but I think, like, Ursula and Jafar are kind of, like... Scar. And Scar are just that bit better. So that's the, the one thing. But, yeah, this... This movie is just like to the point where I've watched the animated TV series because I just love this so much and I'd, I want a sequel, um, which they probably never will do. But yeah, I think this, like, considering this movie came out, what, 10, 10 years ago? Yeah, 2010. Was, it was, yeah, yeah. The, the 50th Disney film and the most expensive Disney film they've ever made. You can tell by the animation. And, yeah, like, it's just absolutely incredibly done and. And yeah, I don't know if Disney will like. I mean, if if anything recently that's kind of getting up there, probably Encanto would be the closest for me in terms of how much I I love new Disney stuff. And Frozen. Yeah, yeah, but that's still twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got sequel. You really yeah, like yeah, sequel. that's yeah. still I still like that. But yeah, I like Encanto more than the Frozen sequel. All right. Well, I I mean, I just don't. I just are you being true to yourself? Is it is it really your number being four? True. Because I think it should be your number one. Because no. I think I know you love this movie. As I said, the animation. I see the lights animation might be the best, most beautiful animation that Disney's mm-hmm. ever done for that song with mm-hmm. the with the Leertons and and Flynn and and Rapunzel on the on the boat. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's in my top five favorite Disney movies that we that list at the start of last year as, as well where we ranked them all if you haven't you can go back and check that list it's in three parts very long when we ranked all those movies but yeah I mean this is the movie as we mentioned before that's really bring Disney that brought Disney's animation back up to mm-hmm. the high steam that's where it was in the 90s because it kind of went through a bit of a lull period in the 2000s middle 2000s it's kind of lost its focus but this kind of brought it back to more traditional Disney adventures and you're right Mandy Moore Zachary Levi born for the role Donna Murphy I think Mother Goff was one of the most underrated Disney characters I think she's a great character like how she's insulting her but yeah, not really it's not, like yeah. I'm just saying because I love you and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's yeah Mother I, no- I think the reason why she works as a villain is because she's kind of condescending a well, little bit too, and she's, yeah. she's a normal person yeah. as well like yeah. she's not like a, a sea witch or or like a someone she just wants to say young yeah. which is probably a lot of older ladies yeah. let's be honest a lot of older people yeah. in general like it's something that is relatable mm. uh, but obviously she goes crazy about it but it's a relatable thing for someone to be a villain so but yeah I mean how did how did this how this doesn't inspire any young girl it, it does it inspires everybody I mean yeah. I actually think, I don't know which one I had higher, but as much as I love Frozen, I feel like Frozen gets more, you know, uh, accolades and yeah, more, more fan fear yeah. than this movie, but I think they're equally as good as each other. I love mm-hmm. them both. So, I mean, yeah, it's a great movie. I just thought it was your favourite movie of all time. I mean, I think it might be your most watched movie of all time. I mean, it's only come out for, it's only been out for 11 years. I mean, uh, I mean it's, it's my, getting up there. my after... top four are all very watched movies. Okay. Like, yeah. I've I've watched them all multiple times. But all so. these other ones probably been out longer. I mean, if we're talking like yeah, the last yeah. ten years, what's yeah. the movie you watched the longest? No letter at the most probably ten. Good, I'd mm, say. It, yeah, yeah, probably. So I was your number one, but obviously not. <laughs> so what do I know? What do I know? But <laughs> right, what's your number three? Okay, my number three is the Notebook. The Notebook. All right, well, yeah. barely made the list, but it did for me. It was my number nine. But uh, you, you like this movie more than ten? I see. I find that hard to believe, but. Oh, I mean, oh, you yeah. didn't see me when this movie first came out. Um, so that it was back, what, back in 2004. Um, I just, like, we're absolutely obsessed. Like, obviously, you got Ali and Noah. So this is a, a love story based on um, the book by Nicholas Sparks. Um, it's a story of sort of i guess two class class of people you've got like the mid the working class and the and the upper class um ali and noah meet when they're 16 years old they kind of have this really intense um relationship at the start and then she is forced to leave that area and move into charleston which is more of a city um to go to school and and her family just kind of just didn't want her to be with Noah at all. And and then the movie sort of flashes forward to when they're they're grown up and she's engaged to someone else, played by James Marsden. Um, Never gets the girl. <laughs> Never. And 
they kind of rekindle this this romance but while this story is being told we kind of get these we get the this story told to us by this older couple that are that are living in this nursing home and who one of them has uh dementia dementia, and he's trying to to read to her to try to remember um basically her life and oh this movie just gets me in all the feels it just like the ending of this um when when they both die together oh i love it so much it's so like i i don't think i have ever cried so much in a movie than what i have watching this for the first time i remember my dad picking me up afterwards and i just had i was just so red and blotchy i still was hyperventilating from the ending because i just got so into it and I was just, I don't know, I was 14 at the time and my whole, like, it just kind of changed my whole perspective of of love pretty much. And it just made me want to have a relationship like Ali and Noah's. Fair enough. Fair enough. I right, See, you mentioned the old couple and that's the, the part of the movie that I love. Uh, Jenna Rollins, James Garden is just mm. an icon in Hollywood. So, I mean, you talk about golden age and kind of that, the 60s, 70s stars, James Garner's you know, at the top of the game and that yeah. stuff. I mean, for me, uh, The Great Escape's one of my favourite movies and he's obviously a huge role in that movie. But you talk about, you talk about, yeah, you talk about the movie and how much you love it. See, I can, I can appreciate, I'm sure, I knew, I knew this was one of the movies you loved. We've talked about, well, I don't like it, but we won't talk about that too much. I just don't like the them as, I just don't think they're relatable characters to me. I don't, I don't, I think they're likable. I mean, you're looking at, um, Mandy Moore just straight up cheating on James Marston. Let's just Mandy ignore that. Mandy Sorry, who does <laughs> Rachel, Rachel Adams. Adams? Sorry, let's <laughs> let's not pretend that that's just fine. <laughs> right? she's, she's not a good person in that moment. But I mean, I can see that they definitely do have chemistry. But yeah, for me, what I love about the movie is the is the Gina Roll and James Garner. Yeah. The only thing I'll say negative about it is it's kind of predictable that too. Like that's yeah, they, they, yeah. they kind of build it up in the movie like it's a big twist where it's kind of. You've got to know it from the first scene, let's be honest. But that, I guess that makes it more heartbreaking. Mm. That you do know, you do realise throughout the movie before the big reveal. Yeah. And it does eat your heart out, as you said, as you as <sighs> yeah. you were um, hysterically crying about back in 2004. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, But yeah, I can, I can definitely see why you love it. It's just... I mean, obviously I'm not the target audience for a lot of these romance movies either. Because, you know, I don't believe in love. I'm not Huey Lewis. No, it's, I, I, like, I like romance movies. But yeah, I can see why it, it definitely relates to you. So. Yep. Yeah, well, sweet. Cool. All right, well, that was your number three. So, yep. what is your number two? My number two is Clueless. Which I originally added to... I know, I did have, I do have yeah, it two. Yeah, okay, I got, two. I got one in the right spot. Look at that. Yep. Awesome. Look at you go. Cool. Um, so, this movie came back out... It came out back in 1995. Um, it follows Sher Horowitz... Um, and it's based on the Jane Austen novel of Emma. Um, but basically, Cher is like this sort of rich rich girl with a, a lawyer father um, who basically has had everything in life handed to her. And she thinks that she is kind of above all the rest of her, her classmates and and then when she she meets Brittany Murphy's character, which I can't remember her name, Ty? No, not Ty. Ty's uh, the bad guy. Um, no, but, it's Ty. Oh, it is Ty. Yes, yep. yep. So Come she... on, Noel. <laughs> your second favorite movie of all time. Hey, I was right, but I just thought I was the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. um, so she meets Ty and decides that she wants to make her over to kind of make her as good as what she is as well. Um, but in the meantime, you've got, um, her stepbrother kind of thing, which, yeah, is a, is a weird, um, kind of relationship. They're not but, really, hey, let's... they're not really stepbrother. Yeah, they're they quite, were yeah. at one point and yeah, anyway, <laughs> we won't go there to that part of it, but, um, played by Paul Rudd. Who is just the sexiest man alive yep, in twenty twenty two? Yeah, he was, and I mean, I tell you what, he still was back in nineteen ninety five as well. <laughs> he's a beautiful, beautiful man. Um, but basically, he's the one person who kind of tells her, like, kind of keeps her level headed, tells her that she's an idiot, and 
and that she needs to stop acting the way that she does. But um, so this is a movie I watched for year in year twelve for my hate to see when I had to do like comparative text between this and Emma. And for usually when you're watching movies in high school over and over again, you kind of get a bit sick of it. Like, oh, do we really have to watch this movie again? But I honestly got excited every single time because, I, I mean, I grew up watching this as well. I remember well, I was probably like nine or ten when Dad first introduced this movie to me as well um, to try and get me to stop reading Harry Potter, I think, at the time. <laughs> and like, watch this instead. <laughs> and then... um. But yeah, so it was kind of like, yeah, I just, I just never got sick of it at high school and it kind of just made me fall in love with this movie even more to the point where I probably rewatch this once a year. I love it that much. Guess what? I did something for you. I watched this movie today <laughs> for the first time. I'm so proud yes, of you. <laughs> I, I just finished watching it before I came over and recorded this podcast. I, yeah, I really like it. I mean, it's, I can see why you love it, but... Uh, I mean, I'll watch anything with Alicia Silverstone in a prime. That's just that that kept me entertained for two hours by itself as a male. But uh, I mean, the movie itself, I like the fact that she kind of grows throughout it from being this person that you know thinks she's basically better than everybody else to kind of discovering that she becomes a better person throughout the movie by kind of discovering that life's not all about her. And I can I can I like that. I like people kind of changing. Or bettering themselves, basically. And it always through that relationship with Ty when she comes into it. I think that Brittany Murphy plays that role really good. I like... See, one of the... One of the, I, the, the, the Paul Rudd stuff and Alicia... Like, for me, I don't know if I buy the chemistry the whole way. I mean, at the start, they kind of build up for the movie. I don't know. I kind of more prefer... Like, I like I like their subplot. And my whole thing with the dad, I don't really care about his lawsuit and stuff like that. Which, he's... Um, He's a veteran actor, Dan Hinday. I knew him from Cheese. He's a lot, he's a lot older now, but I knew him from Cheese in the eighties because I love that TV show. But yeah, I mean, I I kind of get more invested as much as I like share uh, Lisa Silverstone's character. When I watch this movie, I kind of got more invested in the supporting cast's romance. I like the relationship between Donna and Murray, yeah. and I really like the relationship between the teachers to the point where yeah. I think that's one of the favorite parts of the movies. Uh, Mr. Wendell Hoare and Toby Geis. Obviously, Wallace Shawn plays. Um, the male teacher, and he's just great in whatever he's in. But I really, I really enjoyed the movie. I mean, I can see it's obviously an all-time, you know, teen drama slash romance slash rom-com classic, and I can see why a lot of people related to me. It was, it's definitely a throwback to the nineties. It really immerses mm-hmm. you into the nineties as soon as you put it on, and I'm like, yeah. geez, look at how the fashions changed over the years. But um, well, I mean, it hasn't really. That her, I get... her iconic yellow skirt and top like thing is back in fashion now people are wearing that now i guess but like you got like the boys in the hood kind of yeah, style yeah, yeah. and uh, and all that stuff that was happening in the mid 90s but um yeah no, i really i really liked it i i, I could you and that that i thought of you when you mentioned it last time but at the start when she's got when she's making a clothes with the clothes yeah. maker thing yeah. so why is yeah. that not a thing that needs to be something that's invented <laughs> i don't know if it's gonna be that easy to invent something i think it's pretty complicated but uh yeah i i like the movie i watched it for you i can say i've seen clueless how different is this to emma because i haven't seen emma um any I mean, of the like Emmys. the obviously the emma plot is, is set that, back in the yeah, 1800s it's a modern version but yeah it's Pretty, pretty similar. Obviously, but is she like, like up herself, like Emma? Yes. She is. Okay. Yes. So Emma's meant to be, yeah, very similar. Um, basically, yeah, like Mr. Knightley is like the Josh character who is kind of seen as like a brother figure to her as well. Um, she wants to make over a girl and then like the, the one in Emma, she falls in love with a farmer, but he's not good enough for her. So... Yeah, so it's very, very similar. Um, they've just obviously modernised it. Um, like, I mean, obviously, the one that she's in love with, like, in... That she has gets a crush yeah. on in Clueless, obviously turns out to be gay. Yes. But that's in the move. Like, in Emma, he's just a douchebag, oh, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, he's, like, not... He ends up... Fair enough. Yeah. Like, but, oh, yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was a, a good, like... Mm. a good kind of way to really immerse yourself back in the 90s. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the movie. I, uh, yeah, no. Nah. I mean, this movie defines so much of my personality as a, as a teenager to the point where I wanted a Jeep. I used to flick my hair back like she does. Like, say, as if. As if, yep. Uh, yeah. I still kind of say <laughs> as, as if, if yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, so this really defined my whole teenage years. But... Well, guess what? All I've got to say, I don't know if it's as good as Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser and Lisa Silverstone, but it's definitely better <laughs> than Batman and Robin. Yeah, all right, so let me, let, me, yeah. let me tell you that, all right? But, yeah, no, I really liked it, so I can see why it was your number two. Yep. All right, well, that leads us there. to the spot. I'm. It was your num- my number three. Chill mm-hmm. number one. Yep. Your so favourite movie. One, my f- number one favourite movie is The Princess Bride. Great choice. Yep. So um, as you can probably tell with this theme, I do love <laughs> me a bit of romance and adventure. And, Washbuckling. And fantasy. <laughs> yes. The Kind of all the elements of everything that I love. Um, so this is based on a book as well, funny enough, um, written by William Goldman, who I'm pretty sure... I don't know. I don't know if he wrote the screenplay. Oh yeah, he did. He wrote the screenplay for this as well. Um, and it follows um, Wesley and Buttercup. So basically, they fall in love, but Wesley feels he's not good enough for Buttercup. So he travels out into into the world to to get some money to make to, so that they will have a better life together. Um, Buttercup is told that he is killed while away. Um, he was captured by the Dread Pirate Roberts. And so she is in mourning. But while she's in mourning, um, Prince Humperdinck wants to marry her and basically forces her to, to marry him. Um, so that, yeah, he because he's basically in love with her and he's, he's an evil man. But Buttercup is still mourning for Wesley, so she doesn't want to do it. Um, but then she... There is a fake. She gets kidnapped by um, by Vizini and um, who else? Uh, in in Toya. In Nigo, Nigo Montoya. Montoya. Nigo Montoya and um, and the Dread Pirate Roberts is the one who chases after her and rescues her. And it turns out, hey, that's Wesley. Oh my gosh, what a twist! <laughs> um, yeah, I like. I love this movie. Like the. Carrie Ooze, like in this, is just so dreamy as like as Wesley and Robin Wright as as Buttercup. I mean, obviously, I really like um, Wallace Shawn because he's in my top two favorite movies of all, all Look at time. That. So I just have there a must thing. Must be something <laughs> there. Where was Toy Story in our letter? Jeez. Oh gosh. Um, but yeah, I just I love the romance. I love that this movie uses practical effects and i mean even though like you can kind of tell that they are robots and and puppets and things like that it still holds up oh, to this rob day. reiner and all, like, the, all the crew there yeah, he did a great it's job just directing absolutely fantastic and like the the, the story like the the sort of adventure these people go on like the fight scene between inigo montoya and wesley is hands down one of the greatest sword fighting scenes i think has ever been shot it is just absolutely phenomenal the fact that they're both like using the wrong hands like their their left hand and, and change to change to their right even fezzy and... where he's where he's doing the hand by yeah. hand and he's yeah. like i want you to think that you're going well yeah and that you're doing well yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i didn't have to miss you've got all those <laughs> classic lines it's yeah. yeah it's just absolutely phenomenal and and like i mean just like even Prince Humperdinck is like he's actually a pretty evil bad guy. Like he's forcing Buttercup to to marry him. Like, it's horrible, but uh, now it's making me want to go back and watch it again. <laughs> it's a one of the all time classic movies. I mean, yeah, as you said, Carrie is this and Men in Tights is him mm-hmm. in his peak, yep. and uh, they're both really good movies. But this is an all time classic. I mean. It's, and, a lot of people love this movie, but it's still underseen somehow in terms that, you know, a lot of people haven't seen this movie. And it's for the people that have seen it, they, you can't, I, I've never talked to a person that dislikes The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, a, it's a worthy choice for number one. Obviously, your dad introduced it to you yeah. again. So yeah. obviously, it's a personal choice. But yeah, in terms of just movies, it's one of the greatest movies of all time, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I mean, I, so I come from the world of uh, professional wrestling in terms of being a fan. And 
in terms of professional wrestlers, obviously you come along and you've got The Rock, John Cena, Batista, all these guys in Hollywood now. Hulk Hogan did some movies. But um, in terms of supporting role, I mean, for a man that was so big and, and, and couldn't be very agile in the ring as he got older, and obviously he, he, he doesn't speak, he didn't speak English the best. Andre the Giant's role as Fezzik mm-hmm. is one of the best supporting roles I've ever seen. Him and him and Inigo Montoya, who obviously is uh, Mandy Patterson, they're, they're, both, they're both great in the roles. And... I mean, you've got Robin Wright. This is basically one of her first movies, mm-hmm. and she's a she's a massive star. Um, well, she has been over the last twenty or thirty years. Peter Falk as the grandfather might be one of the best grandparents in cinematic yeah. history. I mean, yeah. the whole the whole frame of the movie where he's reading the book to to the kid yeah. is is a great. It's just it's I a love, great book end to the movie, yeah, the start and end yeah. of it. It's just yeah. I love the scene when um like the the kissing and, and the kids like oh no skip like skip this part <laughs> absolutely you got like the the cliffs of insanity the set yeah. pieces are just brilliant as yep. you said and uh you know the whole dread pirate roberts thing is done really well mm-hmm. and how yeah, he wanted to retire and then you've got like that's not even mentioning like um Bill, uh, Billy miracle Chris- max yeah, Billy, Billy Crystal, uh, Billy Crystal yeah. uh, and and his wife yeah. and you know how it's going to take a miracle yeah exactly <laughs> I'm not listening I'm not <laughs> listening there's so many classic lines and Exactly. One of the most quotable movies of all time and yeah. one of the funnest. And, you know, I, as I said, I've never met anyone that doesn't like this movie mm-hmm. that has actually sat down and watched it. And you know so. what? Maybe they're not worth knowing if, if they don't like this movie, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to be their friend anyway. <laughs> so guess what, Noletta? Yep. I had 7 out of 10. Look at that. Look at that. That's pretty oh, good. That can you beat good. that in September? I'm I confident you can beat that. I'd, I'd I don't 7. Know. I mean... Yours is going to be hard. There's so many that it could be. And then, yeah, I'm going to, I've got nine months to think on it. You do. But um, I'll let you know some of my honorable mentions that I had. Obviously, there was Frozen, Guardians, Stardust. um, Toy Story 2 is an honorable mention. I like it. Yep. Um, Where is it? You name your honourables and then I'll name the honourables that I had for you that you are not going to mention right now because I've got honourables for you too. For starters, until I'll I'll name one while you're getting your list up, the Notebook wasn't originally in your top 10 even though it's your number three. I originally had Tick Tick Boom in your top 10 even though it came out last year. You know, I was very You know what? I was kind of thinking, oh, is that oh, yeah. is that up there? Like, and then I went, nah, I haven't watched it enough okay. yet. Yep. And same with um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, I that. almost put that in there too. And I was like, no, nah, I haven't watched that enough yet either. But um, some of the other ones, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, massive fan of that movie. Troy, I love. Um, Thor Ragnarok. That was on mine, Thor Ragnarok. Yep. That. Yes. Um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner. Philosopher's oh, Stone. Look at that, yep. right, Prisoner of Asking. Yeah, see, so I yep. was thinking that and I was like, nah, I have to go the first one because it's what introduced, like, I mean, yeah, to Daniel Radcliffe. Yep. Um, the Hunger Games, George of the Jungle was out there. Ooh. It's a massive f- favourite movie of mine. And The Goonies. The Goonies. And that's what you wrote, The Goonies. I've yep. never seen The Goonies. Really? Uh, you would yeah. love that I know, movie. I love the 80s. Kind oh. of- Kids like, teaming up, and that's said, yeah. that's a movie I grew up watching yep. as well. So that was very close to being in my top ten. So the ones that I wrote down that you hadn't mentioned, I don't know how much you love the sound of music, but I put that on my honorables for you. I put singing in the rain, mm. perks of being a wallflower, oh. the fold in our stars, yeah, and yeah. elf, yeah. But you didn't mention elf, but no. I was like, oh, how, how is elf going to be on this list? That's what I was wondering <laughs> the whole week. I was like, is elf actually going to be on it? So I know how much you love Elf. Yeah. We I had a 20 minute movie. conversation Hello. after we wrapped our Christmas movies <laughs> talking about how much you loved Elf. And I was like, here's a going to make I it. I do but, love that. Yeah, yep, yeah. So. It's hard. Like, it's really hard thinking of your top 10 favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and I, as I said, I, I put a draft. I've got nine months. I'll just write some of my favorite. I had 45 movies. Mm. So, you know, how I'm going to get it to 10, I've got no idea. But, yeah. yeah. And again, I, you know you know me. It's a, a lot of these movies here that you've got on yours are just great single movies i love yeah. a lot of franchises yeah. so me kind of narrowing down what's the best of the franchise and what franchises are going to be represented in the list yeah. and what aren't that's a tough thing for me yeah. let me tell you but i mean i i yeah i'd really like your list it's a good list i like every single movie on there except the notebook which again it's okay <laughs> to me so um but all the rest of the classics i love them all so um yeah that was your top 10 why don't you read out your top 10 what's snow letters favorite top 10 favorite movies of all time okay in number 10 had Pirates of the Caribbean. In number nine was Grease. Number eight is The Little Mermaid. 
Number seven is Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again. Number six is Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, number five was Romancing the Stone. Number four, is it? Yep. Yep. Um, number four Thanks. is Tangled. Uh, number three is The Notebook. Number two is Clueless. And number one is The Princess Bride. What a list. What a list of great movies. I mean, how, have you enjoyed going back and talking about your favorite movies? Yeah, I today? have. Yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. really good. And it's made me want to go back and watch them all again. So I'll probably pick one of these to, to watch tonight now. <laughs> my only other question before we wrap it up in terms of my list coming in September, do you think any of these top 10 are going to be my top 10? Are we going to have any similarities? Look, I think maybe one. Maybe one? Mm. Don't tell me what it is because we'll yeah, find out come September if any of them do, but it's interesting. It's going yeah. to be an interesting well, maybe time. Maybe two. Possibly two. All right. Well, that is our, that is Noletta's top 10 favorite movies of all time. It's, it's been a very different episode. We've talked about 10. We talked about them pretty in depth. And I really enjoyed the conversation. I think I learned a little bit more about you today, Noletta. Yeah. Even though, I, you know, as I said, I don't know if you're being nice by saying all those other three honorable mentions, but I think I did a pretty good job. No, I, think they, I did better than you thought I'd go. They were, yeah. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. that's right. Cool. No worries. All right. Well. This is us signing up, uh, signing off on what we've been watching this week. We're going to be back in a fortnight. Obviously, due to the pandemic and stuff, we've had to forego a couple of shows. I did say we we're going to do a screen list. We're still going to see that movie. I'm sure we'll talk about the screen yeah. movies at some point in the future, but we're going to have to can that for now. Next time on the show, in two weeks, we're going to be talking about our favourite top 10 disaster movies of all time in honour of that new movie. I've got to remember yeah, the name of it, but it's Moon 4. Yes, yes, with uh, some actors in it. Mm. So, so I, can't, I can't tell you any of them by name I, right now. There's Patrick Wilson. Patrick, Sam Tarly um, from Game of Thrones. Sam, uh, Charlie Plummer yep. is in it. Is that his name? Okay. No, that's not, that's not Sam. Okay, that's someone that's, else. But anyway, that movie's coming out soon. So we're not going to cover the Jack... We're not going to rank the Jackass movies as much as we might want to. We're going to rank disaster movies on the next show. But thank you guys for listening to what have we been watching this week. Noletta, is there anything you want to tell the folks before we sign off here today about your favourite movies? I mean, I don't think people are going to judge you about nah. your favourite movies. I mean... Yeah, your favourite movies are your favourite movies for, for your own personal reasons. And obviously I love a lot of romance and adventure and fantasy. And that's what all my kind of movies have. So just go out and watch them. If you haven't, you should. No and if worries. you don't like Princess Bride, we're not your friend. We're not your friend. We hate you yeah. if you don't like the Princess Bride. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next time on What Have We Been Watching. <laughs>